Logo Design 101. What is a logo? I bet that just about everyone can recognize a logo when they see one. And I bet that everyone can recognize a great logo from a bad one. But what I bet most people cannot do is explain why a great logo is great, why a bad one is bad, and what actually makes a logo a logo. But don't worry, we're here to help. Together, we'll see what it takes to make a great logo by learning the fundamentals of logo design, the Logo Design 101. Know your brand, know your context, know your art. And today, we're gonna to talk about step three in that process. We're gonna talk about how to know your art. third step in creating a logo is know your art. This third step deals with the projecting part of our logo definition. Remember, a logo's purpose is to identify and project your brand to your marketplace. This projecting means ensuring your logo captures and sends out the emotions of your brand. And to be able to make an image do this, you need to know some basics of art and graphic design. You need to know the basics of shape, color, typography, size, and layout. So first, let's talk about shapes. To gain a basic understanding of shapes, simply go down this checklist. Think of sharp, versus soft, still versus moving, natural versus unnatural. I know this sounds weird, but just bear with us. To see this in action, let's think about something very simple, a square. Now a square has corners. Those corners come to a point, and those points look sharp. A square also feels like a block or a brick which makes it feel heavy and static, still, and hard to move. A square also uses straight lines. Where, in the natural world, like in a forest or on the beach, do you see perfectly straight lines? You don't. But you do see perfectly straight lines in buildings and furniture. You see these lines in things that have been cut, measured, and refined. In other words, these lines are unnatural. They don't spontaneously happen all by themselves. And if you take a square and just swap it out for a circle, everything we just talked about flips to the opposite. Circles can feel soft like a pillow, and they can feel like they're moving like a ball bouncing. They also can feel natural like a pearl or a bubble. Now let's use the same checklist to talk about color. To understand the basics of color, think of warm versus cold, bright versus soft, natural versus unnatural. For example, think of red. Red feels hot and natural because 
is the color of fire and the sun. And depending what type of red, the color could feel bright like the sun on a summer day, or it could feel soft like the embers glowing in the fireplace. On the other hand, blue feels cold and a mix of natural and unnatural. Blue can be the natural color of the winter sky and ice, or it can be the unnatural color of computer screens and Tron light cycles. Blue does occur in flowers and animals, but compared to red, green, or brown, blue doesn't show up nearly as much in natural settings. So overall, depending on the shade, blue could go either way. It could be seen as natural or unnatural. Now this process of just looking at warm versus cold, bright versus soft, natural versus unnatural, works for any color and any shade. After talking about shapes and color, now let's talk about typography. To understand the basics of typography, think of loud versus quiet, new versus old, heavy versus light, sharp versus flat versus round. For example, letters can feel quiet, old, light, or they could feel loud, new, heavy, and sharp. They could feel moderate, they could feel classic, they could feel childish, they could feel cutting edge. I know it sounds strange, but once you open your eyes and see all the font around you and go back to that simple gut check, you can start to see the little through lines and all those type lines around you. Just simply ask, are these letters loud or quiet? Do they feel new or old, heavy or light, or sharp or flat? For the final part of knowing your art, learning these basics of graphic design, let's talk about size and layout. To understand the basics of size and layout, ask close versus far, most important versus least important, columns versus rows. Size and layout are how we organize all of the other elements. For instance, we may use small letters and a big shape and then the letters could be above the shape, below the shape, next to the shape, inside the shape, and so on. So how we organize the elements affects how each element feels. For instance, we may use typography that feels loud, but if it's at a small size, that loudness will feel very different than if it was at a huge size. Let's use a simple thought experiment to really see how these elements all come together. Let's imagine that we're creating a logo for a home security company. Their brand evokes the emotions of safety, friendliness, and comfort. So in our logo design process, now that we have the brand laid out, let's actually jump to our design and let's start with shape. So if Home Security Co's brand is supposed to feel safe, friendly and non-threatening, what shapes do you think we should use? Well, it's actually pretty simple. Let's go to our shape design checklist. Let's ask sharp versus soft, still versus moving, natural versus unnatural, 
And trust me, this is easier than it sounds. Just think, would something sharp look safe and non-threatening? Probably not. So we should go with something soft. Would something that is moving feel safe and non-threatening? Probably not. Because something moving could bump into you, spill something over, or jump out from the corner. So we should go with something that feels still and grounded. And would something unnatural feel safe and unthreatening? Again, probably not. Weapons are unnatural. Guns don't grow on trees. Those are not safe. Of course, there are natural things like tigers or poisonous plants that could kill you. But overall, to evoke safety, we should go with something that feels more natural. See, that wasn't so bad. And now we just go through that same process for every other element in the design. We look at the color, typography, the size and layout, and go through our checklists and ask those same questions to make sure that every part of our graphic design evokes the feelings and emotions of Home Security Co.'s brand. So to jump ahead to the end of this process, in your imagination, let's look at this finished logo for Home Security Co. This logo uses circles and the color blue, because blue is a through line in all of their other competitors' logos. But we change the shade of blue to make it feel softer and to make it stand out from the other competitors in Home Security Co.'s marketplace. We then use soft, natural shapes and natural colors to make people feel safe and calm and to make sure their logo feels non-threatening and grounded. We then use typography and size to emphasize the word security to reaffirm the feeling of safety. And we use typography to make the word home feel soft and friendly. The layout of stacking home above security will help balance the two different feelings in these words. The feelings of softness and friendliness from home then the feelings of strength and firmness from the word security. Looking at each element in the design process, going through a simple checklist, and being very detailed, all comes together, and wham, bam, alakazam, we've got a great logo. Because the logo design process is so in-depth, we've broken this one-on-one class into a series. In the first part of our series, we talked about step one, know your brand. In the next episode, we talked about step two, know your context. And today we finished by talking about step three, know your art. And when you put these three things together, know your brand, know your context, and know your art, you'll lay a foundation to create truly capturing, engaging, and compelling logos. Logos that work to help grow your business, to help get people to remember who you are, to come back again and again and again. Please, when you have a moment, visit our website, owlstreet.com. Dot studio. That's Owl Street. Dot studio. To learn more about us, 
see our work samples and case studies, and to go through our other articles to learn more about graphic design, branding, and marketing. Street Studio, we're working together. We are building place so that all of us can follow our dreams and our passions and live a good life all at the same time.